Okay, today's daf is Erev and ta- daf Yud Zayin, the final daf of this parak. So we almost finished the first parak of Erev. And this is also the hardest parak. So if you thought the first parak was difficult, just uh, we, we, we uh, passed the most difficult part of the Masechta. And a few more daf in here and there, but uh, we, we, did, we did the most uh, difficult part already. Okay, so we are, we are about 15 lines from the bottom of Tez Zayin Amad Beis. So we mentioned in the Mishnah, the, on this Amud, that a person's allowed to, if you're camping out, you could uh, be makifin, you take your three ropes, you surround your area with three ropes, so you take sticks, and you put it around yourself. Okay, so Rabbi Yehuda said in our Mishnah, Bishiyara Dibru, this whole hetter is only when you're out camping. So we'll see what that means. So the Gemara says, Bishiyara in, only when you're camping out with a few people, that's when Rabbi Yehuda says you're allowed to surround yourself with a mechitza of chavalim of those three ropes, one on top of each other, you know, three tvachim in between, or kanim, or those, uh, the sticks, uh, making, making an entire fence. Vahatanya, we learned in a brysa, Rabbi Yehuda, I'm Shabbos, when it comes to the mechitzais that we spoke about. Now, these mechitzais are called mechitzais geruais. They're called inferior mechitzais. Why? Because it doesn't have shasi ve'erev, it doesn't uh, crisscross, so it's called mechitzais geruais. So the question is, regarding these mechitzais geruais, Rabbi Yehuda says, Kol mechitzais Shabbos, that a yachid can only use the size of base asayim, tusa, which is about uh, 5,000 square amas. So that's the maximum that a yachid could use. What, is the, what does it sound like? That when we discuss a yachid, he's still allowed to use up to a base asayim, right? Even though it's kanim, there's only uh, vertical sticks, or it's only horizontal um, ropes, inferior mechitzais. So how could our Mishnah, this is very important, how could Rabbi Yehuda say in our Mishnah, Bishiyara Dibru, the only time a person's allowed to use these inferior mechitzais is when he's Bishiyara, when he's camping out. But one second, we have a b'risa that says, Rabbi Yehuda, Oymer, kol mechitzai Shabbos, all these inferior mechitzais, lo that a yachid could use it up until 2,000, uh, 5,000 square amas. What do you see from here? That even a yachid could use these inferior mechitzas. There's a maximum, but he still could use it. So how can he tell me it's not kosher at all? So the Gemara is like this. There's an opinion that we're going to discuss of Rav Nachman. Some say it was Rav Bibi Bar Abaye. That this Mishnah that tells us that there are mechitzas that you cannot use to surround yourself with, that's Ella litin lahen kol tzarkon. When Rav Yehuda says, Dibru, only b'shiyara, he meant to say like this, when we allow someone to, to use up to a base asayim, that's only when you're, you're, you're b'shiyara. But if, if you want to use more than base asayim, you want to use cold sarkon, let's say you need a lot of space, you have a very big family, whatever it is, you want to use cold sarkon, he holds you not allowed to do that. So hachanami, when Rabbi Yehuda says b'shiyara dibru, that's litin lahem cold sarkon. That's for yechidim, maybe not the big family, but one person, he can only have, uh, he can only, when he's b'shiyara, then he could have, then we're saying you, you could, uh, Sh- but, but, I'm sorry, by a yachid, in a shi- even if he's in shiara, he can only have base assign. 
What about other people? They can have cold sarkon, right? What if you're not Bishiyara? You would still be able to have up to base asayim. So the truth is, Kol Mechitza Shabbos work, you can have it up to base asayim when you're a Yachid. What if you're a Shiyara? You could have, you could have more. You could have more than that. So let's see where the Gemara comes from. So the Gemara says, Where is this coming from, this opinion of Rav Nachman or Rav Bibi Barabaya? So let's see. We have a Mishnah. The Mishnah says like this. So you have a Mechitza, which doesn't crisscross. You do not have a chain link fence. You have either Shasi, it goes vertical, or Erev, or it's just horizontal, but you don't have a crisscross action on your fence. That is not considered a Mechitza. Divrei Rabbi Yossi Rabbi Huda. That's the opinion of Rabbi Yossi Rabbi Huda that you can never use this and you can't even use it when you're a Shiara, when you're out in the camps with many people, and you can't use it for an individual. You cannot have these types of material as a fence. That is the opinion of Rabbi Yossi Rabbi Huda. So the Gemara asks, Umi Amar Rabbi Yossi Rabbi Yehuda Hachi. Does Rabbi Yossi Rabbi Yehuda really say this? Vatanya, we learned in a brisa, Echad Yachid Vechad Shayara. Whether you have an individual or Shayara, a bunch of people camping out, Lachavolim, they're allowed to use ropes. No problem. You're allowed to use these ropes, even though it's not Shasiva air. So right away we have a kasha. Let's just finish the statement. Uma bin Yachal Shayara. So then, in effect, what is the difference between? A yachid, an individual in his own backyard, and a shiara, and people camping out. The difference is yachid noisten loy base asayim. When you have an individual, we give him only up to base asayim, five thousand square amas. That's the maximum he's allowed to surround himself when he's only using these inferior mechitzas. Right? You're building a house. You want to have a huge backyard, five acres. Do whatever you want. That's your house, right? Because you're using a good fence. But if I'm only using uh, inferior fence, whether it's chassi or Erev, I'm not doing both. So then a yachid noisen loy base asayim, a yachid only has the two sasayim of area to surround himself with these inferior fences. However, once, and, and shnaim, what if you have two people living together? Also noisen loy base asayim, that's still not considered a shiyara. That's not, it's not a, it's not a crowd, it's only two people. Shleisha, once you have three people living together or camping out, then Nasu Shiyara, they become a Shiyara, they become the camp. Venoisen Lahem, base Sheish. So once they become three people, now they have six Sasayim of area that they're allowed to use if, if they enclose themselves with this inferior Mechitza. So one more time, if we use good mechitzais, there's no maximum as long as it's a normal living space. We'll get to some details later on the Masechta. But for all intents and purposes for, for today's daf, if you're a regular mechitza, chain link fence, you can you get maximum space you need. If I'm using an inferior fence, so then it depends. If you're a yachid, if you're one person or, or just two people, so according to Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Huda, all you have is base asayim. You can only enclose an area of Tusa. If you're three people, that's called a shiara, that's called a camp, that's called the army, then you could have up to, up, up to base sheish, which, if you do the math, it's two sa per person, basically. So if I have three people, I have sheish sasayim. Fine. Four people would be eight? Once it's four people, 
So the Yushami says, I'm just looking in the bottom. The Yushami says, Yeah, it sounds like it would be two additional two. Yeah, I, I think so. Okay. Um, yeah, so Stamiri argues on that. He says, no, that really it's four. And he has to re- reread this Brysa, right? But it could be this heter of Shiara is when you already have two, three people, you need a lot more space. You know, if one or two people, they can live together. What? Exactly. Three is a crowd. Very good. Well said. Okay. Now, divrei Rabbi Yosi Rabbi Yehuda. That is the opinion of Rabbi Yosi Rabbi Yehuda. V'cham ma'imrim, v'cham say echad yachid, v'echad sheyara, noisin lahem kol tzarkon. Whether you're a yachid, you're one person living alone on a farm somewhere, echad sheyara, you're you're a crowd, noisin lahem kol tzarkon. Whatever you need, you could use as you could surround yourself with these makeshift mechitzos. However, one one caveat, uvavad shlo yehei beisasayim panoi. Since we're allowing you this heter of using an inferior mechitza, we're going to cap it out that you can only use the space that you need. If you're going to leave two sa, a base asayim of empty space, that ruins your whole mechitza. So if, when, when you're camping out, make sure you're using all the ear, you know, the entire area of your enclo- enclo- enclosement, don't leave two sa of unused real estate. Okay? So you don't, don't leave rooms, you know, empty. Okay, so, so what's the kasha? Let's just go back. The kasha was like this. The, the, our Mishnah said, That's the opinion of Rabbi Yisrael Yehuda. And then he says, well, it depends. You have, if it's a yachid, or even two people you have, three people you have, six us, so that's an obvious steer. It's a similar steer to what we just said before. So, and on this, When Rabbi Yehuda said, That's coming to tell me that that's not a classic mechitza. When you, when you call your Rav and you say, okay, I want to build a, a backyard. I mean, live in a place there's no Erev. You want to build a good fence. What's the maximum, maximum space I, uh, I, I, could, I could enclose? The Rav's going to tell you what type of fence you're using. Regular chain link fence? No problem. There's no Shiloh. Comes along Rabbi, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehudi, he says, by the way, if you're using an inferior fence, that's not called a good mechitza. And, and, and finish the sentence. Comes Rav Nachman, I'm going to finish the sentence. That's not, good, that's not considered good mechitza, that you have unlimited space to close. However, we'll still give you something. If you're an individual, sasayim, two people, sasayim, right? Three people, you already have six. Uh, that's how we learned it. Okay, fine. Darash Rav Nachman, Mishum Rabbeinu Shmuel. Rav Nachman, Darash, that's the hard part of today's life. Darash Rav Nachman, Mishum Rabbeinu Shmuel, Yachin, Noisin, Lebe, Sasayim, Shnaim, Noisin, Lebe, Sasayim. So whether it's one or two people, you, you only get two sub. But Shleisha, when it wants you have three people, Nasu Shiar becomes a crowd, as Mayor said. But Noisin, Lebe, Shesh, you have six Sa'in of real estate to, to cover. So the Gemara says, hold on. Rav Nachman's paskining, like Rabbi Yossi, Shavkat, Rabbanon, you left the sheet of the Rabbanon. Rabbanon said, Bein Yochid, Bein Shiara, Kol Tzarkon. You can't leave 2,000, uh, you can't leave Beis Asayim empty, but you could take whatever you need. So why are you going with the opinion of Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda? Shavkat, Rabbanon, Avav, Kishit, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda. So the Gemara says, you're right. Hadar Oikim, Rav Nachman, Amiru Aloi. So Rav Nachman retracted what he said. And he had a restatement. He said, Whatever I told you before previously is a mistake. Baram, however, this is what I meant to say. Well, this is what I'm saying now. Individual only has two saw. You become a crowd. And now he goes to the sheet of the Rabbanon. Now you can use whatever you need. So the Gemara says, okay, you didn't really help because... 
Our problem was, you left the sheet of, of, of the Rabbanon, who said, you owe, no matter Yachid or Rabbim, whatever, you always have whatever you need, and you pass him like a Yosi Rabbi Huda. So he says, you're right, I'll change my mind. But the first two, the first two cases, whether you know, when one person or two people, he's not going with the sheet of the Chum, he's still going with Rabbi Yosi Rabbi Huda. So the Gemara asks, Top of the page, Yudzayin Amalaf, Reisha Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yehuda, the Sefer Rabbanon. So the beginning is going like Rabbi Yosef Yehuda and the Sefer is like the Rabbanon. You still have a problem. Why are you leaving the sheet of the Rabbanon and going like a Das Yachitz? The Gemara in. I agree, it's fine. Mishem de Kayavu Rabbi Yehuda, who is the father of Rabbi Yosef, also held to this opinion. And therefore, not only is it, so it's not no longer Yachid Varabim Halacha Karabim, you have you have a majority opinion on the other side. You have two people on the other side that, that argue. You have Rabbi Yossi and his father, Rabbi Huda, hold that when you have one or two people, you only have a base asayim as the maximum area you can enclose with an inferior mechitza. So in Mishum Dekayavua Bishitase. Amarav Gidom Marav. Shleisha Bechamesh Asurin. I can find you a case where you have three people camping out that even Bechamesh, even five Sa'im would be Asurin. They would not be able to carry in it, which is a Chiddush, because we say once you have three people, everyone agrees you have six. So we'll see. And Bechamesh, I'll find you a case that they're able to carry in seven Sa'im Mutarans. The Gemara says, what's going on here? So... So Amalei Amar Rav Hachi Rav said this. What, what type of statement is that? Amalehu Araisa Nevi'e Yuxive. He swore by the Torah Nevi'e Maksuvim. Amar Rav Hachi Rav indeed did say this. So Amar Rav Ashi My Kasha. What's the problem? Uh, 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 if Rav said it or not, so Amar Hachi come. I'll tell you what Rav. What, what this quote is. Let's say these people needed six sa'im. That's the amount of space they needed. Vikifu b'sheva, and they surrounded themselves with with you know they they, they surrounded an area of seven sa'im. They only needed six, okay? So we'll call it acres just to be easy. So they needed six acres, and they surrounded themselves with seven acre a uh, seven acre surrounding. So afilu b'sheva mutarin. They're allowed to carry even in, in 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 all seven. Why? Because what's the problem if you have two saw? That's a pro- I don't have two. I only have one extra saw. So fine. Now, what if they only needed five and they surrounded themselves with seven, the same case, seven acres or seven beis the entire enclosement is problematic. It's not a good mechitza. So maybe that's what Rav wanted to say. Okay. But hold on a second. The Bryce said, we said, doesn't that mean that it's empty from people? And since you have three people here and each person could theoretically use up to two sa'a, two, 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 uh, two sa'im, or sa'im, right? So then, do the math. Three, f- three fellows should be able to use six sun, right? So s- the, the fact that it closes off seven doesn't mean it's two extra. It's only one extra because each one is allotted two sum. So the Gemara says, no, that's not what it means. It doesn't mean that everyone is allotted you know, two sum. It means panimikalim. When the Chachamim said you can't have two extra saw, it doesn't mean that we don't, that, that we try to figure out how much each person could theoretically use. And if you have more than that, then it's a problem. It's not about what you could theoretically use. When we say two extra sum is a problem, that means you're not actually using it. But if someone would use it, it's fine. You could use 10 sum if that's what you're using. But if you're not using the space, even though you have the allotment to use it, the Chacham say if I have two saw that are not being used, it ruins the entire mechitza. Okay, itmar. So you have some interesting cases here. Shloisha, you have three people living in, they camping out. Umeis echad one of them dies. 
Okay, so now, if they all three were alive, we're going to paskin, we're going in the shita of Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Huda, that if I had three people, so then, so then, um, even if I use an inferior mechitza, I could have up to six sa, but now one of them died. Umeis echemen. What if you have another case? Shnayim vini toisvu alein, and then someone else came on Shabbos, or maybe a woman gave birth. I don't know. And another person comes here on Shabbos. So then Rav Huna Rav Yitzchak. If Machlekes Rav Huna and Rav Yitzchak, how do we look at this? Do we view it, you know, when Shabbos coming in, or do we view it as what it is now? So Chad Amar Shabbos Garemes. We care about the end when Shabbos came in. The Knisas Shabbos. When Shabbos came in, did you have three people here? That's fine. If you only had two people, you don't have that maximum space. The Chan Amar Diyarin Garmin, we care about who is, how many people are currently living there. So the Gemara says, Tistaim, I'll bring you a proof to Rav Huna, who to Amar Shabbos Karemes. Rav Huna is the one who holds that Shabbos Karemes, that Shabbos is what causes it. And if you came in on Shabbos in the correct way, the whole Shabbos is fine. Even though someone died or someone left this uh, camp on Shabbos, you're still fine. Oh, so it's really a sugya. I think it's on it's on Daf Tzadi Gimel Good discussion. Not much of, as far as mechitza, more of the eruvah chaseris. It's a very good shaila. We actually had it this past week, but uh, we'll focus on it then. It's an interesting shaila. If uh, eruv is down, it gets fixed on Shabbos. So as far as the mechitza, the mechitza is good. But the question is that you weren't able to carry. Um, you didn't have eruvah chaseris on Shabbos when Shabbos came in because it wasn't closed off. Right? Well, you can't make an Eruvi Chatseros with someone unless there's, there are actual Mechitzas. So the question is, is that Mavatal, the Eruvi Chatseros, if when Shabbos came in, your Matzah, Chala, whatever you're doing, is worthless. So h- how did that take effect on Shabbos? That's, that's too late. Let's go in the opposite direction, right? Yeah, it's, it's the opposite direction, but it's a similar Shiloh. And, and, and it's, it's based on this Gemara and the Gemara later on. Maybe we'll leave it for, uh, for later on. Where, where the, where the shop, when Shabbos comes in, it defines where you're standing. Right. What, Adam? Adam, you had something to say? Text it. I don't know why. For some reason, we can't hear you. Put it on the chat. Okay, this, uh, the Zoom chat. I'll come back to it. Okay, so we, we still have a few lines of, of Gemara. We'll, we'll talk about it in a few minutes. Okay. So... Let's say Rav Huna and Rav Yitzchak is this machlekes. To stand Rav Huna, Damar Shabbos Karemes, we should learn that Rav Huna is the one that holds Shabbos causes it. I'm a rabba. The I me Rav Huna. They asked. I asked the following question, Rav Huna. Uboy me Rav Yehuda. I asked the following question from Rav Yehuda. A Rav Derech Hapesach. So you had a Eruvichatzeris. You and your friend. You have a you have a shared you know porch or something, and you make an Eruvichatzeris between you and your your your, your neighbor. Okay. Venistam Hapesach, and and the. And the, the Pesach gets closed, the porch gets shut off. So you no longer have access to your friend's porch. So even though you had an open courtyard between you two, that gets, they put a fence down or a tree falls on Shabbos, you can't get from your yard to his yard. Okay? Derech HaPesach Vinistama Pesach or Derech HaChaloin Vinistama Chaloin Mahu, what would the halacha be? If you, your Eruv was based on the fact, meaning your Eruv HaTzeris, your joint partnership was based on the fact that I could get to your house from our joined window, and now the window gets shut off, shut, shut down, what's the halacha? Do we say that since you no longer have the ability to get from, from, from place to place, your original access way, so that should be a problem. Or no, since when Shabbos came in, you did have this access, even though the access was cut off when Shabbos started, or, or on Shabbos itself, 
it's still fine. Now, what will be the difference? Obviously, you can't get from A to B. The question would be, let's say I make a, there's a crack. You know, there's a, there's a, you know, a roundabout way to get from, can I throw a pair of socks? Or, uh, I don't know, someone needs uh, toilet paper. Can I, can I throw the tissues over this wall to my friend's yard? The, 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 the classic access way has been, has been blocked. I can't get there. So that's the question. Amar Lee and Rabba said that they answered Shabbos, Hutra, Hutra. Once Shabbos came in, once it's, it was already fine. When Shabbos came in, Hutra, it is Hutra. So the Gemara says, Testayim, it actually is a good proof that once Shabbos comes in, even though later on it got messed up, that's fine. Okay, Testayim. So there's a Rav Shlomo Kluger who actually brings a, tries to bring a riot from here. It's a tremendous Chiddush, Lahalacha, that even by if let's say the era was up, this comes up. Let's say uh, they have a hurricane, right? They have a hurricane that's scheduled for Friday night. So they, they check the era Friday afternoon, and it's a beautiful era. But they know in an hour from now, once Shabbos comes in, or after Shabbos comes in, there's going to be 100 mile an hour uh, wind. We, we don't really have confidence it's going to stay up. There's a sheet of Avshlamah Kluger that hoil of a hutra, hutra. Since when Shabbos came in, you had an era, even though it gets knocked down on Shabbos, uh, there's no problem. However, the Shulchan Aruch clearly does not go with this. So it's tremendous chiddush. However, Shlomo Kluger even says it. We do not rely on it. Adam just pointed out that, by the way, last week, our current, our Shiloh wasn't a Shiloh because it was uh, early Shabbos. So the era was fixed before Shabbos started, you know, for the neighborhood. So there would be other reasons to be mako on that Shiloh when the era was fixed, you know, only when early Shabbos. But the Shiloh is what if the era is fixed on Shabbos itself. So we'll save it to, but, but, you know, for, for Dab Tzadigim. So a Nachri could do it. A, a non-Jew could do it. Halach is you allowed to tell a guy, even to do it, you allowed to tell a Nachri to do even an Isra Daraisa to fix an Erev on Shabbos. Because there, that's a riot that it works. Because there, if, if he doesn't fix it, people are going to end up caring. So, um, so I'd rather be over an Isra Daraisa of Amir Lenachri to save people from caring on Shabbos. So that, that's another halacha. That, what? Tzarechei Rabbim, not everyone agrees to that. The Ramah passed on that according to the Bala Ito. The question with the Shulchan Aruch doesn't go with that. So would he go with that by over here to save people from, from a, uh, a, a Okay. Isn't that similar to like when you have a, a flower on the lulav and then uh, the floor and then... So there, there it's not, not kosher yet. There it's muksa. That's, that's the Shaila, I think, by Sukkah. There I, I wasn't able to do it. I, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to use this lulav. Fine. Okay, let, let's finish this, uh, this piece of the Gemara. So the Gemara says like this. Lema Rav Huna Rav Yitzhak beplukta de Rav Yitzhak Rav Yitzhak Rav Maybe the Machloikas Rav Huna Rav Yitzhak is the same Machloikas between Rav Yitzhak and Rav Yitzhak. What's that? It's not. What's in the Mishnah? This is where the main sugi is. Daf Tzadi Dalad. Chatzah Shinifat Samishtei Ruchaisa. Ruchaisa. This would be the only picture to actually look at on today's Daf. But I figured we, we, we'll get by without it. You have a Chatzah that's surrounded, you know, four walls. And on one corner, it totally gets opened up. So it's on two sides. Let's see. You have your north side and the east side. Right? Or your north and the, the west side so that and that gets open in a corner that corner is open up so it's not a normal Pesach what's the halacha a house that gets opened up on its corner. So then, a mavoy that the lechi or the car was taken off. That Shabbos, you'll have to carry in it. Why? Because you cannot carry like that next Shabbos. Fix it during the week. If either it's mutter or not, and if, if it's aster, it's aster. So it doesn't work one Shabbos. Hoyle v'hutra, hutra, clearly does not go with this opinion 
Now, once it was fine when Shabbos came in, even if the hurricane took it down, it's still fine. He doesn't go with that. So, why don't we say that Lema Rav Huna to Amar Kirabi Rav Huna holds that we care about the entrance of Shabbos. So, when Shabbos came in, it was fine, like this Lechi or Kaira that got broken. So, since when Shabbos came in, we had three people. And that should be fine. Even though one person died or one person left the, the camp, it should be fine. And Rav Yitzchuk holds, no, do you and Garmin really care about who's currently living here? He goes like Rav Yitzchuk, that we don't care about what happened, what, what existed, you know, during Bena Shemashas on Friday night. So I'm like, I know. I know the army of Rav I am saying my halacha even according to Rav Yitzchuk. Well, I are kind of come Rav Yitzchuk When does Rav say that it doesn't work, that it existed on Shabbos? It's talking about when a hurricane blew down the tree. There's no machitzos here. Very nice that when Shabbos came in, beautiful, we had a beautiful air of up. Yeah, but there's a hurricane came and knocked down the trees, the wires. Right now is fact. Is there, are there mechitzos in this community? No. So it makes sense why Abiyosi would say it doesn't work. However, hacha is no mechitzos. In my case, there are mechitzos. It happens to be we're using mechitzah garua, which only works when you have three people. One guy left. Okay, but halachically speaking, it's the same exact mechitzos. Fine. So maybe Abiyosi would agree to me that it's fine. Rabbi Yitzchak, I know. I know the army feel the Rabbi Huda. I hold that we don't view, we don't care about Shabbos coming in. Even according to Rabbi Huda, I cannot come Rabbi Huda Hasam that the mechitza works because there, the people that 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 um, were always living there and they're still here. So we care about people. So the people that lived in this house or lived in this. Uh, Eruv, uh, they're still here. But Hacha, when it comes to the, the people in the camp, and one of them left, le- less than the Dion, you don't have the three people here. And that's what he focuses on. So he says, perhaps you cannot say that it's the same Achleikas, Rav Huna, and Rav Yitzhak with Rav Yossi and Rav Yehuda. Next, we said that you do not need to have Shasi the Eruv. Shasi the Eruv, according to Chacham, you don't need a chain link fence. Either you need Shasi or Erev. That was what the original Tanakama said. Look back at the Mishnah. The, the Mishnah opens up. You're allowed to do it, Erev. Came along, Rabbi Yossi, uh, Rabbi Huda said, no, you need to have, came along, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Huda, you need to have mechitza shal shasi ve'erev. Chum said, echa mishnei dvarim. Chum said, hainu tanakama. The same opinion as the tanakama. You do not need to have a chain link fence. So the Gemara says, you're right. It could be now a yachid be'yishav. According to this chachamim, even a yachid, even be'yishav, one person, and he's be'yishav, they hold it's mamash mechitza. They, they don't need to shasi erev. There's no maximum having two bases empty across the board. This is the same thing as a chain link fence, putting sticks vertically or putting ropes, erev, uh, 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 horizontal ropes. That is not. There's no. There's not. Not called inferior mechitza. So that is the difference in the chachamim and the tanakama. Okay. Last mishnah of the parak. So when we go out to war, there are four things that Chachamim said, those that are in battle, they're, they're putter, they're putter from four things. Okay, Mavian ate him. Mikom Akram, they're allowed to take wood from anywhere, meaning even from their friends, and there's no gazelle, there's no, no concern for stealing. So let's need firewood. You let it go to the field nearby and take the firewood. They're putter from washing their hands. We'll see what that means. They're allowed to eat demai. And a putter from doing a ruve chatzeris. So let's see. Uh, people that go out, an army that goes out, meaning a voluntary mechama. 
what's a mechamis mitzvah? So you look at the uh, parashas Kiseitze, right? This week's parasha, talk about conquering Eretz Yisrael from the Canaan. That's a mechamis mitzvah. Amalek's a mechamis mitzvah. But mechamis rishos is just to expand the, to expand the boundaries. That's called mechamis rishos. So if you have an army that goes to mechamis rishos, by the way, mechamis mitzvah, they'll have to do a lot more Yisurim. The, the Ramam talks about this in Ochus Malachim. And we have this week's parsha with um, with a Eishes uh, Yifastoyar. Perhaps they don't have to eat kosher. So many halachas that are were more makele by mechemes mitzvah. Here you have mechemes rishos. So mutarin begezel eitzim yeveshim. They're allowed to steal the uh, dry wood. That even though dry wood is actually better, and you would assume the owner cares about it, you're still allowed to take it. That's the heter when it comes to. Uh, when you're at war, Rabbi Yehuda ben Tamar af choinim They could also camp wherever they want. There's no property rights, right? Meaning that if someone they want to sleep in someone's lawn, no problem. Ubamakim shenergu in the place where they die. If they die in battle, shamnik barim, they they are allowed to be buried there. The owner can't say, "I'll oh, get this person off my lawn." Halachically, they're allowed to be buried there. Very interesting halacha. So let's see, go one by one. Mutarim begazel eitzim yevashim. They're allowed to steal. Even dried out wood. So the Gemara says, "Hi, takanta di This is not a hetter when it comes to mechama. Only mechama. It's already a takana from the days of Yeshua Benun. Damar mar in the sefer slavu kama daf pei amid beis asara tanam histni Yeshua. When we conquered Eretz Yisrael, when we were inheriting it, when we were uh, giving out, dividing up the land, there were conditions. Right? We talk about property rights in America. Right? It's a hot topic. So. It's important to know that the Tyrus view is not necessarily the same view as uh, as the Constitution, right? It's good to be a constitutionalist, but but uh, it's not exactly the same. So there are property rights that we, we as an American, we, we hold valuable. However, when Yeshua Benin was dividing the land, part of the Tanai was, you want this land? Part of the Tanai is Shehumirayin Becharashin, that the animals are allowed to, uh, to go eat in the forest, that anyone, even if it's private property, you're allowed, you, the animals have the right to eat there. Okay? Now, halachically, it's not a problem because Hefker, Bez, and Hefker, anything's on the Tanai. You want to live here? These are the rules. Okay? Umalaktin ate him, and this is the important halacha they were pulling out from here. They're allowed to gather wood, in from all fields. So, why are you telling me it's a special heter by Muhammad? It's a classic heter in Eretz Yisrael. When Yeshubinun divided the land, part of the pro- 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 property rights comes along with the invoice that people are allowed to take wood. So, when that's only by his these thorns that most people wouldn't use anyways for their firewood. So that makes sense that Yeshua Benun said everybody could take. Here you could take even good wood. The person just picked up wood from the you know from from from, from the gas station or something. You still can't you still allowed to use this wood when you're out at war. Inami There when Yeshua Benun said it's fine, that's when it's attached to the ground. Because it's a whole asect to chuck to chop it down, to gather it. You want to do that, no problem. But if the, if the owner already did that, he went out of his way, he cut it down, he bundled it to take his wood, Yeshua Benun did not allow that. But hacha, when it comes to war, the pollution, you're allowed to take even what your friend had already worked hard on. That's hati. Nami, hasam, malach, let's talk about the moist ones that are not yet dried out and nobody would use this firewood yet. So again, not much work went into it. Hacha, even be you're allowed to take all the dried out firewood, that will be fine. They're allowed to uh, camp wherever they want, let it go sleep on someone's lawn. In the place where they 
uh, are killed, they are buried there. So the Gemara says, Pshita, what's the Chiddush? Meis mitzvah he, someone who's, who dies at war is a Meis mitzvah. No one's burying him, so of course, in a Meis mitzvah, Kainem Ekaimai. He's allowed to be buried in that place. That's the halach of a Meis mitzvah. So the Gemara says, Letzricha, Afagav, Yitzayim Abayz, the Islay Kaivan. Even if he has people that would, in fact, take care of him and bury him, so he's not called a Meis mitzvah, when it comes to war, we want, I guess it's for the safety of the soldiers, or that people should know that they're going to be taken care of if they die at war, that they will be buried out where they die. It happens to be halakhali, we pass him that if, that if there's a concern that people are going to take away that, they're going to have a bazillion to that mace, so you bring them home, and they bring them back and they bury them in a Jewish cemetery. That's the minog, that's how we pass him. There's also discussion regarding, um, Rosh Weiss has, has some uh, chuvas on this, um, trading, uh, you know, releasing terrorists for, for bodies, to get bodies back. So one would argue that, that what do you mean? Why, why should we do that? So part of the cheshman there, again, it's a small piece uh, in that discussion, is that everyone who volunteers to fight for, for Israel, or any, any soldier, they should be given that reassurance that their bodies are going to be brought back. So that's part of the cheshman, it's a fascinating uh, chuva from Rav Asher Weiss, Regarding that, either way, the Tanya let's learn Hilchos Meis Mitzvah. Ezer Meis Mitzvah. What's called a Meis Mitzvah that a Kohen can be metame to or a Nazir? Kol Shein like Kaverim. Nobody's going to bury for him. Kari Vacherim. I don't know the Machlekes what this means, but Pashas means that if the Meis Mitzvah was around, if he would call someone, if he was alive, and people would come, so he's not an abandoned person in the Meis Mitzvah. So find out the relatives and call them and let them take care of it. If you're a Kohen, you don't have to. You're not allowed to be metame to this person. So says, hold on a second. A mace mitzvah kind of You're so convinced that a mace mitzvah is allowed to be buried wherever he dies. If someone Leilinu, finds a dead body in the sratya, which is a rishosarabim, mifaneuli min sratya, or the smaller sratya, either move him to the right side or to the left. So don't leave him in the middle. First of all, there's a concern of of kahanim walking by. You don't want to leave him in the middle. Let's say the stay bore. There's a unworked field on one side. The stay near. And the other side has a plowed field, so mefanel is stabor. So you always take the less, the lesser of the loss here. So you don't want to ruin a good field. So you look on both sides of the street. Whichever one is a poorer quality field, you move the mace there. So what do you have? Stay near a plowed field that stays there, where there's already planted uh, seeds there. Mefanel is stay near to the plowed field. How you stand near rice? Stand zruya? Stand by rice? What if they're all equal? So then, whichever one, whichever one is more convenient for you, that's where you should move the mace. So you see from here that a mace is not koinim mekoimai. Some rabibi hachab mace mutalam mace are We're talking about a mace was literally in, in the middle of the street, and you're not allowed to leave him there because you're gonna have a pile of oil on the mace if a coin walk over it. Therefore, hachamur mekol, you have to move it. Now, once I'm moving it, mitayr shenitna rishus lefanei zman mace. Once you're allowed to move it, you move it to. Any direction that you need. Then the Mishnah said that when it comes to war, even by Mechemes Rishos, they do not have to wash their hands. That's talking about a Tila Sedayim before they wash. That's called washing your hands for, before you eat a bagel. What about Mayim Achroinim before you bench? That's the Shulchan Aruch says that you have to wash Mayim Achroinim. That even when you're out at war, you have to wash it. I'm Rav Chiyah. Rashi Neimah Amru Mayim Achronim Chayva. Why is Mayim Achronim Chayva? Mibnei Shemelach Sedaimis Yesh. There is something called Melach Sedaimis, which is the salt that comes from Sedaim, probably the the Dead Sea, right? Shemesame Esainayim. It blinds one's eyes if he puts them, if he rubs his eyes with them. We have this in the Daf Brachos Daf Mem that after one eats that. 
whenever you eat food, you should eat salt. So there's a concern that he's going to touch his eyes with that salt. This is found um, in a, uh, there's a korta, which is a small size, in a core. Meaning if you have a core of salt, there will be a, cor, a, 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 a korta of melech sedimus in the big measure of salt. He's just giving you where you're going to find this. When you have a lot of salt, some of it will be this melech sedimus. Which, by the way, some Rishonim, Taitzvah and other Rishonim say that we're not concerned for melech sedimus, and therefore there are those, the Shulchan Aruch brings, are those that do not wash mayim achronim from the grah. Uh, the Gros says you should wash my Mechonim, but different uh, different Minhagim. And it's, it's, uh, it's based on the Rishonim, Machlekes Rishonim. How, how much of a concern do we have here? What if someone measures salt? Or what if someone bakes, right? You're, you're measuring salt. My, what's the halacha? So, Malay, let me buy. Of course, of course you have to you have to wash your hands. Because here you're literally touching the salt. So, nobody ever heard of this, right? You ever, you ever wash your hands after my Mechonim when, you, when you're uh, dealing with salt? But this is only because of the Sakana concern. As the Sakana concern, there should be no need to wash Maya Machonim as Manazeh. The only reason why people would wash Maya Machonim is because there's a concept of you shouldn't have your dye Mizuhamais before you bench. So if you use a fork and knife and your hands are clean, so one could argue there's no Melachsadimus. Right? And my hands are clean. Shouldn't be a problem. You should be allowed to bench like that. Someone ate, uh, I don't know, a good sandwich with wings and whatever. Hands are dirty anyway. So once you wash your hands, you might, might as well just wash my machoinim. So that perhaps is the reason why we we'll wash after, right before we bench. But you don't see people washing my machoinim when they're measuring salt. Okay. Then the Mishra said him with Demai. They're putter from Demai. The Tanan Machilin Asanim Demai could give poor people Demai. That's Achsanya, which means soldiers. Demai could also be fed Demai. Amra, Huna Tanan Bisham, Amra, Eim Machilin Asanim Demai, Ves Achsanya. Demai, Bisham holds you can't. Yeslam Machilin Asanim Demai, Ves Achsanya Demai. They're also putter Mila Ariv from doing an Ariv. Ami Debe Rabianai, Loishano Ela Eruve Chatseris. This is talking about Eruve Chatseris, meaning, let's say they have a bunch of camp, they have, uh, they're camping out, they do not need Eruve Chatseris. Once they have a mechitza, they don't have to start with the chalos and the matzos. Not, they, they don't have to be concerned for that. Aval iruve tchumen chayavin. But tchum Shabbos, they would be chayavin. Why? The tani rabichia loikin al iruve tchumen dvar tayra. The tchum Shabbos, the fact that you only have 2,000 amas to walk, if someone would walk further than 2,000 amas out of his city on Shabbos, according to Rabbi you'd get malka. So being this is the raisa, why the Pasuk says, al yetze ishm kaima be'em ashri. You can't walk out of your place on, on, on Shabbos. Sounds like an issue of the Raisa. Mask of Rabbi son, hold on. Do we get Malchus when the Torah just uses the term Al? Al Yetze. We know it's a love, but there's Malchus when the Torah says Al? So Maskev, Rabbi Achav, Yaakov, what? We don't? The Pasuk says Al Tifnu, there's a problem of Oyviyadaini, and it says Al, how can I go lucky? A person wouldn't get Malchus for that? That's not true, you do get Malchus. Rabbi Yonison, Haki Kashli, that's not what his question was. His question was like, like this Love Shinitin Las Horus Misas Bezdin. This is a love that in this lav, there could be a chi of misa when one would violate the lav. How so? Tchum Shabbos, okay, first of all, it's a chiddush says deraisa, but you're not going to get skila for Tchum Shabbos. But in this pasik, what does the pasik say? Al yeitze ishmim kamem b'yam ha-shvi. So we also learn out from here, we have this in Masech Shabbos, there's an isra of haitzah on Shabbos. Al yeitze ishmim kamem b'yam ha-shvi also is including haitzah, to carry on Shabbos. So if this pasuk refers to carrying as well. Carrying is a lav shenitin las haras misas bezdin. That this lav is part of an azhara, a lav of 
a malacha that would be chai of misa, and any pasuk that refers to chai of misa's bezin, we do not get malchus. Why? We'll learn in Masechtas Malchus actually coming with the Rambine, for whatever reason we know. And Kolav Shnitin Lasaris Mises Bezin ain't like in love. Some Ravashi Miksiv Al Yaitzi. It doesn't say you can't carry. It says Al Yaitzi It says you can't walk out. And that's why there would, uh, would not be considered a lav Shnitin Lasaris Mises Bezin. Either way, we're going to Paskin, we'll see later on. At least according to most Yishonim, that Tchum Shabbos is only the Rabbanon. But uh, in this opinion, it will be the Raisa, and therefore we will not be makel for the soldiers. Okay, Hajj and Allah, Perak Mavoy, and Ritzashem will start the next Perak tomorrow. Good night.